Hello and welcome to the third episode of Miscellaneous Weekly. I'm your host, Bridge. Sorry if there's some extra noise this episode. I'm recording at my roommate's house in St. Louis as opposed to my dorm room in Carbondale. So, anyway, on with the show. The first segment of this week's episode is the workings of writing which basically was originally intended to be I would look at a piece of work that I really, really liked and talk about it. Um, I was going to start with one of my fiction pieces, but I think I'd actually rather use this time to just talk about the world building I'm doing for one of my stories rather than try to analyze it, because I don't feel like any of my stories are really to a point where I can analyze them, if that makes any sense at all. And with that in mind, really the only story I can talk about is my story, Therapy for Motor Issues, or TMI. And the story of TMI, oh my god, Lily, that's my roommate's brother's cat, sorry. Um, Oh god, no, you can't. (laughs) She was trying to get at my cord. Uh, anyway, TMI is the story of a girl named, coincidentally, Lily Henderson, who's going to therapy for the first time to seek treatment for her depression. But it's a little more complicated than that. The thing about these therapy sessions is, well, they are about the people in them, what's really being analyzed in these sessions are their cars. And that makes no sense to begin with, but uh, basically in this world, cars have the same mental disabilities or physical handicaps as their owners do, which sounds absolutely batshit crazy, but I promise it makes more sense when you read it. Um... At least, I've asked so many people to read it, and they say they understand. Uh, There's a character alongside Lily named Zack Smith, and his car has ADHD inattentive type, which I hope I did the research for that right. Um, There's Baz, whose car is... Uh, what's the, what's the term? What's the term? A person who lies a lot? Compulsive liar? Pathological liar is the term I'm looking for. Um, there's Joanna. Her car is bipolar. God, Lily, no. Why are you on my computer? Uh, this story is, um, my way of getting at people who will condemn going to therapy to get your specific, you know, if you have a disorder or disability or whatever you want to classify it as, to go to therapy. Wait, I already said that. Well, you know, people who say, why would you go to therapy for that? You're just wasting your money. Versus people who will tell you to drop everything and go get your car fixed. Because... You know, you need a car to get around, but 
you also need to have your mental stability to get around, or you need to have help with your physical uh, disorder to get around as well. And you know, something that I haven't addressed yet in the story, but I want to address later, is that you can have a physical disability that isn't visible. <laughs> My oldest sister Katie, for a really long time, couldn't uh, get around a lot because she had torn her ACL and so she was parking in, you know, handicapped spaces because it hurt for her to walk a whole lot. And <laughs> I remember once I was out with her, we were in her car, and we came back and someone had left a note on the windshield of our car telling Katie that she shouldn't park in a space not for her. And I just found that incredibly rude because I knew what was going on. And they had no idea what was going on, so where do they get off doing that? <sighs> Sorry about that uh, anecdote. Um, anyway, on to the next segment. The second segment of today's show is linguistic fuckery. Uh, we did prescriptive and descriptive grammar last time. Let's continue with super basic. And let's talk about dialects and accents. Um, I guess to start with basic, Lily, please don't step on that. Uh, to start with basic stuff, a an accent is determined by how you pronounce things, just based on how you pronounce words. And a dialect is based on the words and grammar you use. Oof, toss tiny cat onto bed. Um, everyone has an accent. And I mean, everyone has an accent. Even you. Yes, you. <laughs> you may not think you have one, but you do. <sighs> the idea that you don't have an accent probably comes from the fact that if you live in an area where it's like just you and your family, you may not notice, but if you, like, go to New York, or go to Boston, or go to, to California, or if you, if you live in those areas, if you move towards the middle of the country, you have the accent and everyone else is speaking normally. That's how accents work. Dialects work the same way, only dialects are even harder to pin down, because there's dialects, which is an overall area where people tend to have the same speech patterns, not the same, similar speech patterns, that one's an error on my part, similar speech patterns. No two people actually have the same dialect. That is when we get into idiolects, which is everyone's personal dialect, basically. For instance, my idiolect has changed so much over the past three years that I've been in college that my mom thinks I'm going insane. But I'm not. I just picked up a lot of fun new words in college and not just of the swearing variety. 
Now to spare you all the crash course in phonology, there are things called isoglosses. And isoglosses are lines that linguists can map between two distinctive features of the language. Um, for instance, there is an area in the U.S. where people pronounce pin and pen the same way. I sometimes cross that border, too, where I can say pin and pin, and I know which one I'm talking about, but my mom has no idea what I'm talking about. My dad does that. My dad has merged pin and pen into pin and pin, and apparently I'm the only one in our family that can tell when he's talking about a pin you write with and a pin you put on your shoulder. On your shirt. Not your shoulder. Well, you could, but that'd be painful. Off topic. Getting off topic. Stay focused. So, with the knowledge that isoglosses are the distinctive boundaries, dialect lines are drawn when we can group together enough isoglosses to make what we feel is a solid enough line between two areas of English, specifically in America. But this goes for all languages all over the world. Again, restating, I can only talk about English. It is my first language. It is the only language that I know well enough to feel fluent in. So, eh, sorry. I'm not the most uh, multilingual person in the world. Period. And that's a fault of mine based on how I was raised and the education I've received. Uh, but... Back on topic, the dialect lines are even starting to break apart and people are losing their minds because we have attributed what linguists refer to as broadcaster speech as the standard variety. There are big quotes around that, big air quotes around that, of English. So the way people talk on the news, if it's like, a national station that is the quote standard variety unquote of English and that's a crash course in accents dialects idiolects isoglosses and boundary lines even the pin pen merger which you don't usually get unless you take a college level phonology class I just saved you like half a college credit in just five minutes or so of your time. Anyway, on to segment three. The third segment of this episode is one I like to call Mediator's Mediation. And originally it was going to be me talking about my experiences as a mediator and giving tips on how to mediate but I sort of have another idea for how this segment can go, and I just got this idea last week. <laughs> how funny that I rolled this one now, because just a few days ago, I was talking with one Mr. Zach Valenti, and we were having a really good conversation that went on for way longer than probably either of us thought it would, uh, and we were having a discussion about uh, his self-care Sunday call-ins, 
and about the conversations that he has with those people when they like call in to talk about a problem and he asked me what I thought about that and I said if someone comes to you with a problem something will always be gotten out of that discussion as long as it is thought out truthful and trustful and that shocked the hell out of me at the time because well this was something that I probably definitely thought about before what's up squeaky I'm trying to get out the door um, well this is something that I've thought about before as a mediator and as someone who <laughs> talks a lot to people I trust about issues and has people come to me with their own issues I had never been able to put that into words before and so I guess what I'm thinking about doing for this segment is more of an introspective segment than what I had originally planned. Um, not quite hashtag mental health time, which is a different segment that we haven't gotten into yet, but more like me looking at my own problems for a bit, because I'm sure that someone somewhere out there in the wide, wide world of the internet is having a similar problem. Ooh, God. Sorry, Lily. And... That means a lot to me. Like, if I can help someone with my experience by sharing what I've learned about my own problems, then why not share? I mean, honestly, why not? I'm being thought out, truthful, and trustful, so maybe someone out there will also be the same with me. And I'll... I've used up this entire topic time just explaining the topic, but I guess that's not really new for when we have a new topic. And so really, what I want this to be is definitely the next time I do it, I will talk about a problem I'm having and give my own thoughts about the problem. Act as a sort of mediator for myself. Take a step back, breathe, count to ten, and think calmly about whatever issue I am having at the time that I really need to talk about. Hey there, Lily. Hey there, don't go on my computer, please. You're interrupting my recording. She just wants to say bye to everybody, don't you, Lily? Because with that, it's time for the ending segment. This is the third episode, the third week I've been doing this, and I don't know. I'm feeling really good about how it's going so far. I don't know about all you listeners out there, but it's been an experience, and one that I like, and I'm going to keep doing this. This is official. This is what I'll do, and... You know, keep in touch with with me on my Twitter at Corner and Chair, on my Tumblr at my own little Corner and Chair. Um, shout out to to Zach again for having that really long conversation with me, and <laughs> I guess we both figured out some things that night. Um, 
picture of Lily in the show notes, so our little interloper this episode. Links to all social medias in show notes, and I will see y'all next week. <laughs>